KYW Original Podcasts. I'm John McEvitt with Paul Kurtz, and this is a Beer and Booze Bros Extra Shot. Check this out. He's behind the tree. Great. Somebody murdered Santa. Slashing <laughs> through the John, snow. Check. For the people coming in here, it's a, it's a slashing through the snow. There's a photo of, of Santa, a dead Santa. Dressed in the Santa suit. Bruce Pargo walked through the front door. Devil's Den at 11th and Ellsworth hosts true crime stories and offers craft beer with fun names and cocktails, too. The December lecture was about holiday-inspired crime stories entitled Slashing Through the Snow, Tis the Season for Murder. The night is hosted by writer, journalist, and former police officer Sarah Kalin. Paul and I sit down with Sarah and Devil's Den owner Aaron Wallace. That's all Aaron. So, so for the pairings, this one was a little bit more difficult. Uh, the first one we did, we paired up with Evil Genius, Just obviously, no from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. This one, we were really looking for, uh, you know, I got a, the ability to grab some beers from England. So we have Ridgeway, who has a series of elf beers that are like Bad Elf, Very Bad Elf. For this one, we were able to get Criminally Bad Elf. Um, we also Which have... Which is a barley wine, 10.5, uh, we also do have the evil genius Santa I Know Him, which kind of, you know, fits with the whole Santa killer theme. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Fegley's, uh, we have a special, bur- they have their Rudolph, but we have a special bourbon barrel aged version of it. Um, and be then like a 30%, right? I just wanted something a little, yeah, it's a big one. And they all tended to be kind of big, so I just wanted something a little bit lighter that no, I could the, have. I'm sorry, you were talking about the Rudolph? Yes. That's what I have right now. Yeah, so that's, that's the bourbon nine, barrel aged one, yeah. yeah. So um, I wanted a little bit something lighter for me because I can't drink those all night. So I went with the Little St. Nick uh, Cranberry Goza uh, nice. from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then we also what did a cocktail. That? adorable. <laughs> we also did a cocktail, which is our Sleigh Bells, but spelled S-L-A-Y, <laughs> which clever. is... No shortage of puns. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, yeah. You should have seen us, like, trying to come, like, picking up the image. Picking... We're like, Sleigh Bells, Silent Night, like, tis oh, yeah. the season for murder. Yeah. Um, but we did but a... Uh, uh, can you just... So uh, it, what's in that? So the Sleigh Bells cocktail, it is... We made... We took our house vodka, Kiki Vodka, which is local, and we infused it with a whole bunch of little tiny mini candy canes. <laughs> so it's a candy cane infused vodka with some cream de cacao and some heavy uh, half and half kind of heavy cream. So kind of it tastes like a mil- mini milkshake, well, you like know. a shamrock shake almost. <laughs> yeah, but it's Christmas themed. <laughs> so the the guest lecturer and 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 the the, the lady of the hour. Hi, who are you? Hi, I am Sarah Kalin. I am a former police officer. I had about a decade of service in federal and municipal law enforcement agencies. In the um, area? Uh, no. Well, so federally, I started here in Surrey with the National Park Service and then moved to municipal law enforcement in the uh, suburban Columbus, Ohio area. So I did the bulk of my time there. Worked as um, a detective, a sex crimes investigator, and just straight up patrol, third shift, Middle of the night, out, you know, bar fights and driving fast and yelling at people, the fun stuff. You've seen it all? I have seen it all. Just about all of like it. Like, too um, much, right? Um, it depends, I think, on your constitution. <laughs> I, I <laughs> It could certainly have been too much for some people. I really enjoyed it. I think I went into law enforcement a little bit later in life than a lot of people. I didn't go into it till my mid-20s. Um, but once I got in, I realized this is what I was always supposed to do. You're also and, a... Oh, sorry. 
Oh you're, no, go ahead. You're you're a journalist and a consultant for for like TV shows and things. Right. So I after I left um, patrol, after I left officially as an officer, I went into academics and um, started doing a lot of research on serial killers and serial sexual predators, which was always sort of my my personal fascination. And as a consultant on that, I sort of stumbled into a project where I ended up hosting and executive producing a documentary series on HLN, which is the um, sort of true crime sister network of CNN. Right, the old and, uh, headline news. Right, and now mm-hmm. they're exclusively, almost exclusively true crime is what they do now. It's so popular. Crime it is. Crime. It's, yep. You know what's funny? We talk about this a lot within the industry because it has never not been popular. Um, if you go back, one of the things with the event that we did in the fall, I was highlighting some cases literally from the 17th and 18th centuries where the imagery, like there were newspapers, magazines, people were um, touring homes where, where murders had happened. I mean, this is, people have always been fascinated by the macabre and, and by true crime. Why is that? Well, there are a whole lot of theories on that. <laughs> I got a small, so she's probably got a good theory. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, if you it really, we could spend all day talking about it. But honestly, 90% of true crime audience is made up by women. Um, it is almost entirely a, a female-driven genre on the, on the consumer end. And I think a lot of that has to do with how um, women walk through the world uh, differently than men. I mean, we sort of always walk through the world a little bit more on edge, a little bit more aware of our, of our or theoretically should be, aware of our surroundings. Do you have a psychology degree also? Or um, like so I do my master's work in forensic psychology, mm-hmm. criminal behavior. Yeah. So um, with the concentration on serial it's killers. It's so much fun. Like, it's like a puzzle, isn't it? It is so much fun. That's exactly what it is. And I think that that is part of what draws people to it is, I mean, everybody, men and women, is that it is a puzzle. And I think for women especially, there is some, um, there is some uh, pressure valve release of anxiety that comes with understanding the unknown a little bit better, mm. right? So if, if you are, there is a power, there's an empowerment that comes from having an understanding of like, well, if these are the traits that a serial killer might exhibit, then I can look for these flags and I can look for these things. And whether or not that's, I mean, it, it may be effective or it may not, but I think that that is the psychology behind the, you know, behind the phenomenon of true crime. And then on top of that, it's just gotten better lately. Like over the last better. few years, the quality. So it used to be a genre that was, um, I think, kind of it was everybody's you know dirty little secret, and and it was isn't that one of the guilty shows? pleasure? It, and, uh, might, it might know, be an I, HLN show. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of times, I my think husband it, is a murderer. It was a guilty like, pleasure. It was probably all of those titles. Um, yeah, my I think it was a guilty murder. pleasure, and then when when. Rabia Chaudhry and Sarah Koenig and everything developed Serial, all of a sudden it had this heightened level of quality of like really intense investigative journalism and people gobbled it up. The and so then podcasts, the like right. it's crazy. It, it, absolutely. And that is where all of the real elevation and quality of true crime started was in podcasts. Yeah. And then as it's gotten better and then the audiences are more demanding and then it gets better, you know, and so on and so forth. Well, why don't we talk about the program? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Are, <laughs> You're going to have to cut all this out anyway. Are we, are we pairing beer with select... Mm, 
Mysteries of the Macabre? Well, so the the theme for tonight is is Christmas and holiday related crimes. So I'll do um, about fifteen stories, just sort of like five ten minute stories of some um, some crimes that happened around the holiday season, particularly around Christmas, because that's what most of them are actually. From this area or oh. no? So this one, the the October event, we did do um, specifically Philadelphia related crimes. This one, we're just doing holiday themes. So these are from all over the world. Can you give us a little taste of what you're going to be presenting? Well, um, I have not one, but two different times that men dressed up in Santa suits and uh, murdered their whole families. Um, That's really... I just like went, yes. Johnny gave a fist bump there. Yes, that's so cool. I'm making notes to myself right now. Um, (laughs) Are you profiling? (laughs) Always, always. Um, I've I've got a steamboat chase in this one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do tell. Do oh, tell. wait. What, what, what era is that? What, what, what time uh, is that? That was mid-19th century Kentucky, or West Virginia. Kentucky. Somewhere down there. I have to, to go back through the notes. But um, that was that one was a lot of fun when I started digging through that. I was like, oh, this one's not that complex. And then I was like, wait a minute. There were people commandeering steamboats and chasing criminals down the river in steamboats. Which dressed as Santa? Feels, no, no. Uh-huh. So these ones are not dressed as Santa. I'm trying to give you a little flavor. Um, <laughs> I, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got some modern stuff. We've got some historical stuff. Cool. Um, I've actually got a Star Wars themed one. Ooh. What I happened? Well, I guess we're going to have to wait. Will you be having other events coming up? Mm-hmm. So we are. We just picked the date for our one in March. It'll be March 11th. So what is Two months, three months? Three months from today. And that one um, is, it, we're going to be celebrating Women's History Month. And so we will do some female killers and we will do some uh, female survivors, some vindicators, some, you know, some heroes in there. Um, and Female we, brewers. Go female figure. Brewers. Go exactly. figure. I wonder who go, we're going to be partner with. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so we figured just a little bit to, you know, Sarah, why she tells you the history, she doesn't let it go real dark and I try not to let it go too dark, and everything we do is always, even even when there is comedy involved, um, there I don't believe ever in punching down. I don't ever believe in the victims being the punchline. So I will make fun of the uh, perpetrators to no end. 